Hi, this is Jamie Crawford, Worldwide Evangelist with Breakthrough Ministries, pastor of Epicenter Church in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Thanks for downloading our Wow God podcast. Make sure to subscribe to get our latest podcast. We appreciate your partnership. It helps keep our ministry going. We hope you enjoy our podcast. Well, are you ready for God's Word today? Come on. How am I ready? I've already preached three messages. I'm just getting to the good stuff. Hallelujah. Everybody probably ready to just go on home, but no, there's still more. Hallelujah. As Paul Harvey would have said back in the day, here's the rest of the story. Hallelujah. So I, I got some more for you today. Amen. I, 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 was, I was doing some stu- studying this last week on, on, on David, and I told Alicia, we, me and Alicia went up to see Braylon uh, play basketball yesterday, and I was telling her on the way, I said, man, I got a powerful message on, on David for tomorrow, and, and I can't wait to release this message. And then, then I got up this morning, and as, after I got done praying, Holy Spirit came all over me and said, no, that was for you. I got something fresh for, for the people. Amen. Hallelujah. I, I, I'm just so glad whenever the Holy Spirit says that, that he gives me something. Amen. He didn't just leave me there. He didn't leave me hanging. So, t- so today, if I was to entitle this message, I would entitle it, What is Satan's Greatest Lie? Come on, what is Satan's greatest lie? How many know he, we have an enemy? And he's come to kill, steal, and destroy. He wants to do everything to bring confusion. If you've got a lot of confusion going on in your life, you know what? You must be doing the right thing because the enemy's trying to bring that confusion in your life. Hallelujah. He, 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 you, if you're struggling right now with something, just know that uh, the enemy's trying to tug at you and pull you and, 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 and derail you today. But the Lord wants you to know He wants to keep you straight. He wants to keep you on the path. God wants to keep you on that path of righteousness, peace, and joy with the Holy Ghost. Uh, The enemy may come in like a flood. He may come in in one direction, but the Bible teaches us that he's got to flee in seven different directions. See, the enemy wants to come in and try to do everything in his power to bring destruction in our life. He's out to kill us. Come on, I'm just not... I'm just going to be honest with you. He's out to kill, steal, and destroy. That's his job. But God. Come on. You hear me say that a lot here at Epicenter Church. But God. You know why? Because I've had a lot of but God experiences. And somebody today, you're about to have a but God experience in the house today. Uh, There's going to be a release of the anointing today because we're going to recognize the lies of the devil. (sighs) 
Are you ready for this word today? Uh, Pookie, I'm going to have to have some water. Let's, let's turn over to John, chapter number 8 and verse 44. John 8, verse 44. What is Satan's greatest lie? Hallelujah. While you're turning over that, I just want to say, Anita, I welcome you here. We have two Anitas. Sorry, Miss Anita. We have another Anita over here. <laughs> I got Anita in stereo now. <laughs> Hallelujah. We just want to welcome you, Anita. So glad you. She saw us on Facebook Live, and she said, well, I just want to come. Hallelujah. We just welcome you. John chapter number 8, verse 44, the Bible says, You belong to your Father. Come on, tell your neighbor you belong to the Father. Come on, I want, I want you to get this word today, okay? I, I want to download this word into you today. You, who do you belong to? Hallelujah. We belo you belong to the Father. The devil and you want to carry out the Father's desire. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth. For there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language. For he is a liar. Come on, everybody say he's a liar. And he's the father of lies. Hmm. As Christians... We are in warfare. While it is true Jesus defeated Satan on the cross, it is also true that Satan never ceases his attack on God's people. He wants to attack us in every area of our life. He wants to attack our finances. He wants to attack our health. He wants to attack our relationship with God. He wants to use every tactic that he can. That's why he's the father of lies. The devil is a lie. I believe, I believe today that I have five great lies that we need to recognize that the devil lies to us about. Amen? Five things today. The enemy comes in like a flood and he tries to kill, still, and destroy us. But let me give you the greatest lie, number one. The greatest lie, number one, is this is the lie the enemy says. God withholds good things from us. That's one of the lies the enemy says. God withholds. You know, when we're asking for God's blessings and it doesn't happen when we want it to happen or when we think it's going to happen, then the enemy comes in and lies to us. 
and said, God withholds the good from us. I just want you to know, just like I spoke over our offering today, you're covered when you pay your tithe. So God's not going to withhold anything from you. It's just not time to release it yet. Because if He gave you everything right now, then you would say, look what I did. Come on. But when you're struggling and you're saying, God, I don't know how it's going to happen, and then all of a sudden God pours out the blessing in our life, then our focus goes from ourself to God. And that's exactly what God wants us to do. He wants us to bring glory to His name. And when the blessings come in and we praise Him for that blessing, get ready because another blessing's about to come. It's about to be released in your life. No matter what the enemy has stole from you, get ready. God's going to restore it all back. Hallelujah. The devil lies to us and says, God withholds good things from us. The Bible says in Genesis chapter number 3 and verse 4 and 5, You will not surely die. The serpent said to the woman, For God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be open, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. See, Satan tempts us to believe God's goodness obligates him to gratify our desires immediately. Just know the tactic that the enemy's trying to do. He's trying to let you know, hey, hey, if God hasn't blessed you yet, he's never going to bless you. Come on, that, that's, a, that's a lie of the devil. That's a lie of the enemy. If he hasn't blessed you yet, it's never going to happen. You've been holding on for the promises for 10 years. Can I tell you what to do with it? Keep holding on. Because they're surely going to come to pass. If God spoke it, that settles it. Because when God speaks a, a, a word over you, if God speaks a prophetic word over you, or if God speaks it to you on the inside of you, and you know it's from God, just hold on. Because it's going to come to pass. It usually doesn't happen the way we want it to happen. Because we got it all figured out. We figured it all out. We know God. We know how everything works. And we, we know how we want it to work. But we got to allow God to let God do His work. So that He gets the credit instead of us getting the credit. And that, we're out to get the credit. And, and get another feather in our hat saying, hey, I got another blessing. No, you need to walk out the blessings of God and allow Him to bless you when He wants to bless you. I mean, you already got your blessing and then, then next thing you know, you're, you're, uh, you haven't even praised God for the last blessing you got. And you're already up in his business about another blessing. 
He's saying, hey, start praising me for the things you already have. Start praising me for the blessings you already have. And see if I will not throw open the windows of heaven and pour out more. Come on, Eric. How many want more? Start praising him for the past blessings. Start thanking him. Hallelujah. Keep rejoicing, Bridget. For where he brought you from. And to where he's taking you to. Because he's not done with you yet. You've just seen the tip of the iceberg of what God wants to do in your life. And not just your life, but the people around you. The people that are surrounded you. Because God says, get ready, get ready, get ready. Big things are in store. But the enemy tries to pull on you. Come on. Has anybody ever had that happen? The enemy, I mean, you, you, you finally get the blessing. You finally make it to your mountaintop. Next thing you know, you're rolling down the hill again. <laughs> you make it up there and you're like, ah, I mean, it, and it happens that quick. It happens that quick. I mean, uh, there's times where, uh, I mean, God will just pour out his blessings upon us and it just, everything feels right. And then all of a sudden I get a phone call. Come on, has anybody been like that? Or a text message. And it just takes the wind out of the balloon. Kind of like that helium balloon. And it just makes you sound crazy when you suck in that helium. It don't sound right, does it? Your voice don't sound right. Because that's exactly what happens when we get to the mountaintop. Then all of a sudden the enemy throws a sucker punch at us and knocks the wind right out of us. He usually does it when our hands are up and thanking God. Come on, have you ever noticed that? When you're raising your hands, next thing you know your eyes are off your belly and you get a sucker punch. The enemy lies to us and says, God withholds good things from us. I just want you to know, God's plans are always aimed at our best over the long haul. All we got to do is just hold on. Hold on. Greatest lie number two is number two, trust in the deity of self. In Psalms chapter number 20 and verse number seven, the Bible says, some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we trust in the name of God. All we got to do is trust God. Trust God. Trust God. See, Satan tempts us to trust numbers rather than God's provision. That's exactly what he does. He, he, he gets us to try to trust numbers and try to trust everything that's around us. But God wants us just to trust him. One of my favorite scriptures in the whole word is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. 
Come on, you guys ought to know it by now. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all our ways acknowledge Him. He's going to make your path straight. Come on, God's about to straighten somebody's path today. Don't let the devil lie to you. Satan tempts us to trust numbers rather than God's provision. In 1 Chronicles chapter number 21 and verse number 1, Satan rose up against Israel and incited uh, David to take a census of Israel. He wanted him to look at the numbers and not God and trust God for the battle. See, Satan wants us to fall victim to the lies of self-reliance of our self-being of how we can do it and not just to trust God and let God do all of the work. What does the Bible say in Exodus chapter number 11, verse number 11? Is it 11, 11? Where it says, is that right? Exodus 14, 14, sorry. Holy Spirit, just, I couldn't remember the scripture. Where the Lord says, you only need to be still and let me fight your battle for you. Come on. The Lord's speaking to us and saying, just be quiet. Let me fight the battle for you. I, I just need to speak that to you, Ben. Just be quiet and let God fight your battle for you. He's saying you just need to be still and let me fight for you. And watch what I can do for you. I'm going to go to the battlefield for you. He's going to make a way where there seems to be no way. But when we try to do it ourselves and we try to push through, that's when we mess everything up, isn't it? Come on. Who am I speaking to today? Uh, we mess everything up. I've I, I messed so many things up. Well, you guys agreed real quick on that one. <laughs> I have. I, I mean, I, I, but God. But God can turn it all around. He can turn it all around. In Philippians 4.19, And my God will meet all your needs according to His glorious riches in Christ Jesus. He's going to meet every need that you have. Every single need. All we got to do is trust Him. He's going to make a way where there seems to be no way. He's going to make that way. Come on, single ladies. He's going to bring your Boaz. Like Miss Andrea says, she prays, God, send the Boaz, not the bozo. Love that prayer. Thank you for standing in the gap for my girls. We don't need no bozos. Not even going to look their direction. Come on, Dad, just go to the third point. 
glad they brought their own cars today. <laughs> number three, is that what you said, Rick? Okay, point number three. <laughs> Greatest lie number three. God's people will never suffer. God's people will never suffer. You know, that is one of the greatest lies the enemy throws because that's one of the biggest questions that happen whenever something happens to God's people. That, that eliminates people out of churches because they accuse God. They, well, God should have done something. God should have done this or God should have done that. I mean, I, I, I could have got all mad when my mama went to be with the Lord. But it was at the right time, at the right place, in the right season of her life. I mean, I prayed for her. I prayed. I believed in. I mean, I seen miracle after miracle after miracle happen. I seen blinded eyes open. I've seen deaf ears open. I've seen people get out of wheelchairs. I, I've seen it all happen. And I've seen cancer come out of bodies. And when cancer hit my mama... I prayed and I believed just like I prayed for all those other people that God would bring healing. And I could have just been, I could have been mad at God. But God took me back to something that my mama would say. And that was this. Always find something good in things that you think is bad. And so when she went on to be with the Lord, even at her funeral, there were people that were coming in and accepting Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. I, I mean, there were people that would come up to me and said, I, I come to know Jesus on your mom's funeral. I just want you to know that. I, I mean, people were coming to know Jesus. And I could have looked at that as, but that was a turning point for a lot of people. Come on. I could have got all mad about it. I want to keep my mama forever. I did. I wanted that. But God, God had other plans. And then he showed me through the death of, through her death, all the people's lives that were changed. Hallelujah. And guess what? Her prayers are still going. So for all our family members, those prayers are still exist. You can't outrun them. You're just running into them. Come on, are you with me today? The devil is a liar. God's people will never suffer. The Bible says it will rain on the just and the unjust. Matthew chapter number 6, verse 22 through 23. Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Never, Lord, he said... This shall never happen to you. Jesus turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me. You do not have in mind the things of God, but the things of man. See, Satan tempts us to believe nothing bad will ever happen to Christians. Satan's lie sows self-pity 
that blooms into bitterness of the heart. It will bloom right into some bitterness. If we allow, I've just given you these lies of the enemy so that you can uproot them and you can put that roundup on them, which is called the blood of Jesus. Come on. Because once you apply the blood, I'm telling you, it's as though it hasn't even happened. To God be the glory. There's power in the blood of Jesus. Whenever he died on the cross and that blood was shed and that blood hit the ground, that blood hit the ground for you and I. And it's so powerful. But it's more powerful when we use it. When we apply it. Thank you, Jesus, for the blood. Enemy comes in and tries to put a scare tactic on you. Start ple pleading the blood of Jesus and watch what will happen. Come on, he flee. He will flee in seven different directions because he knows there's power in the blood. There's power in the blood. It's time to get the blood back in the church. The blood-bought church. Hallelujah. The blood-bought church. You are the church. Get the blood back in the church. The blood of Jesus. Romans 8.28 says, And we know that in all things God works for the good for those who love Him and who have been called according to His purpose. According to His purpose. We've all been called. Amen. He knew you before you was formed in your mama's womb. Amen. He knew how many hairs were going to be on your head. I don't have very many hairs on my head. He knew that. He knew that was going to happen. <laughs> He knows, he knows every hair on our head. He knows he has a big plan for each one of us. He's got a purpose for each one of you. We just go walk it out. Come on. Somebody say walk it out. You just need to walk out your purpose. I like that. Thank you, Pam. You're getting it. Trust the process. Just got to trust Him. Trust the process. The process may not make sense. You just got to trust it. Walk it out. Watch what He'll do. I mean, every miracle that Jesus performed, somebody had to do something to get it. Maybe your miracle is just walking it out. And trusting God, trusting the process, walking it out. Take one step at a time. Instead, we take off and sprint. Life is like a marathon. You ain't, you're not going to make it to the end if you use all your energy in the beginning. So just take your time. One step at a time. And watch God. Watch God, my. Watch God, my. Watch what he'll do. 
He will make a way where there seems to be no way. He'll bring healing into your body when you're not even expecting it. Amen. God's priority healed somebody today. Come on. God's priority brought healing into your body already. See, we don't have to come and lay hands on you. That's, that's the way our God moves. He'll just do it just by getting into His presence. Hallelujah. We just need to get into God's presence. Number four. I need to move along. I've preached already three messages today. And hallelujah. Number four. The, what is Satan's greatest lie? Number four is money brings happiness. Come on. Money brings happiness. In Matthew chapter 4 verse 8, again the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. All this I will give you, he said, if you will bow down and worship me. Money brings happiness. That's a, that's a lie of the devil. God's going to make a way where there seems to be no way. Greed will take our focus off of God. Come on. Greed will take your focus right off God. Listen to Satan will short-circuit God's plan for your blessing. Come on. When you listen to him, it will short-circuit everything. Malachi 3.10, God will bless us with earthly riches. As he does, we need to hold them with an open hand before him. We just need to praise him for it. Come on. When it happens, when you get that brand new car and it's debt free, that brand new truck, that soul Kia, lime, green, Miss Andrea Scott, she's going to be driving in with that soul Kia. Everybody going to see her because it's lime green. Hot debt free. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. That's the blessings of God. He says, just, just bring them to him and just thank him for it. Come on. Come on, thank him for that new car. Thank him for that new home. Thank him for that... Hallelujah. Thank you for the new truck, Miss Cyrus. Thank you for the Jeep. <laughs> hmm. Oh, say that again. Thank you for the new church. Hmm. Hallelujah. Debt free. <laughs> come on, come on, come on. Shout it out today. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He's going to make a way where there seems to be no way. <laughs> Hallelujah. When we get our focus off the greed of it and start praising Him, that's when it begins to happen. Because you get what you ask for. You get what you ask for. So be specific. I'll leave that for Thursday night. You get what you ask for. Amen. Let me jump into number five. The fifth greatest lie is 
Forgiveness is impossible. Hmm. Forgiveness is impossible. And 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 7 says, Instead, you ought to forgive and confront him so that he will not be overwhelmed by excessive, excessive sorrow in order that Satan might be outwit, out, not outwit us, for we are not unaware of his schemes. For the devil wants to let you know Forgiveness is impossible. I, I, I had an instance, and, I, and, I, and I've shared this before, and I'm going to close with this one today. I had an instance where, the, where I had a, a, a disagreement, I guess you could say, with an individual. And it stirred up some bitterness and some anger and some malice and some unforgiveness. And, and I done forgave the person, coach. I done, I done forgave the person. I forgave... Forgave him in front of God, and 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 I I I said, God, you're just you're just gonna have to make a way. And and some folks told me they said, you know, do you think that individual will ever forgive you? And I said, when pigs fly. That's exactly what I said. And I'm sitting in my mom and dad's uh, house in their kitchen for lunch, eating roast, and that's exactly what came out of my mouth. I said, when pigs fly, it'll happen. That person's never gonna come to me. They're so far away from Jesus, they're not going to come to me and ask me to forgive them. I said, when pigs fly, a knock at my mom and dad's back, back door. That was our front door, but back door. And I, my dad said, you need to go answer that. I went and answered it. It was that individual. And they said, I just come by. I knew I'd find you here. And I just want you to forgive me. I turned around. Mom and dad and everybody that was in the kitchen. And I said, pigs are flying. Pigs are flying. See, the devil wants you to think that forgiveness is impossible. But when the blood of Jesus comes in. He forgives all sin. He forgives it all. And he says, not only that, that it's though it wasn't, didn't even happen. Come on, God forgets it. I mean, God forgets it. Aren't you glad for the blood today? Hallelujah. I just wanted to bring this word to somebody today to let you know the devil is a lie. And that's exactly what he wants to do, is he wants to bring forth the seed of lies and try to drop them into our lives. But it's time to uproot them today. In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening. We hope you will stay connected by subscribing to our podcast and becoming a partner to our ministry. Go to BreakthroughEvangelism.com for our evangelism ministries and epicenterchurchok.com to connect with our church. Be sure to follow us on all our social media platforms. We want you to be blessed.